You've almost certainly heard of Slate, one of the most powerful admission CRMs on the market. And you may have heard of HubSpot, a dynamic and robust marketing CRM that is second to none when it comes to marketing and full funnel reporting. But have you heard of HubSlate? HubSlate is a two-way data sync between HubSpot and Slate that ensures consistency of data and information for prospective, current, and former students. Garner the days of list uploads, checking multiple platforms for the most up-to-date information, or having to pull multiple reports in order to get a sense of your entire enrollment funnel. With HubSlate, you'll be able to work smarter, more efficiently, and with all the, without all the stress that comes with managing contact records. It's 2023. It's time that you let your systems do the work for you. Am I right? Can we say that again? It's 2023, folks. It's time to let your systems do the work for you. So if you want to learn more about HubSlate or see a demo, visit enrollify.org forward slash HubSlate. That's enrollify.org forward slash HubSlate. And you'll instantly qualify for 20% off the onboarding fee. All right, folks, check it out. If you're on HubSpot or on Slate and or considering HubSpot or Slate, be sure to check out HubSlate. I once even chased down a marketing company that was doing something so bad just to play his ploy because he texted me without my permission. I was like, you are ruining marketing agencies across the world. I don't like most marketing. I don't. And just like that, we're live, folks. How are you guys doing today? Tony and Jamie. Doing great. Excited to be here. Finally. I feel like I waited years for this day to come. <laughs> you ever meet someone when they say fantastic, they really like they say fantastic, like really elongate the fan, but I think I'm fantastic. So okay. thanks for asking. How are you, Zach? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I am excited to, to be here. Uh, as you guys both know, I have a, a newborn. So I'm sort of like, my brain is like all over the place right now, but I actually slept for like a solid four hour, like stretch last night. And it was like the latter half of the night from like three to seven. So I woke up and I was like, whoa, I feel like I could like run a marathon today. So I'm doing, I'm doing excellent. Um, but I, uh, I'm excited. It's all for this about the chat. sleep cycles. All about the sleep cycles. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. And also, I'm also learning that everyone has a different philosophy on sleep. So if like you ask like too many people, you get like conflicting information and you're like, oh, that's interesting. I literally just spoke to somebody yesterday who said the complete opposite of what <laughs> yeah. you just said. So uh, yeah, we're figuring it out. <laughs> Welcome to having kids where yeah, right. you will get an unlimited amount of opinions. You thought you had opinions before, start having kids, you'll get even more opinions, whether you <laughs> want mean, them or not. You don't need to ask, right? The advice yeah. will just come. <laughs> It'll just come. Your job is to sift through all that crap and decide what you're going to listen to, what you're not. Yeah, I definitely have like, I don't know, started to adopt the polite way of basically like nodding and just going, yeah, interesting. And then like as quickly we'll as try possible, that. yeah, changing the subject so that yeah. I don't get more of it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I have a lot to learn from from you two who are both seasoned dads. And in addition to being seasoned dads, you guys also run DD Agency. And Tony, you're the CEO there. Uh, Jamie, you're, you're VP of strategy. And we're having this conversation today because DD Agency is launching a podcast on the Enrollify podcast network. And this podcast is called 
the pivot. So I'm super pumped for this podcast because I obviously know both of you really well and have gotten to learn from you both over over the years. You both have taught. Uh, you've given conferences, presentations. You've you've run teams. You you know higher ed, the higher ed industry, but specifically higher ed marketing and enrollment management in and out. So I'm just super pumped for our listeners to get the opportunity to hear more regularly from from both of you in the context of of this new show. But I wanted to kick off the conversation by hearing a little bit about like why both of you have decided in your very, very busy lives to carve out a <laughs> smidge of time to record a, a biweekly podcast. So Jamie, why don't we start with you? What are you sure. excited about with respect to the show? Why are you doing this podcast? And then we'll kick it over to Tony. There's a multitude of reasons, Zach, but I think the the interesting part about my life as a person mixed into my life as a professional and kind of where that trajectory goes is that, you know, I think we're right on the brink right now of higher ed seeing a significant, there's a sea change, uh, you know, a sea change afoot. And I feel like one of the things that I, that I love being a part of is this kind of ever-present challenge in the higher ed world. And mm. I also, uh, I, I've kind of coined myself as a farmer and a fixer. And I feel like there's plenty of fixing to be done in higher ed if it's going to kind of make its way through this pivot. So I think one of the things that, you know, I'm most excited about relative to this podcast is being able to like think through process, share thoughts and and in a way that is like practical and Mm. usable and like people can come and have a question and leave and have an answer and have it be concrete. That's, I think, maybe my biggest answer for that question. I love it. I love it. What about you, Tony? Why are why are you excited about this podcast? Yeah, you know, Jane, that's a great point. And I, I would even add on to that. That's been true, but you feel it more now today faster. Like I would just add yeah. the word people need it even quicker. Hmm. And I'm excited about this because I'm probably the most old school here, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, Jamie's an experienced podcaster. Zach, you're very experienced. I'm, I'm the newbie old. to the table. You might be old school. I'm just old. <laughs> You're just old. I'm old school. Yeah. Well, I'll, 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 let's see how long we can ride that. Um, but I'm really excited about this because of all the craziness that has just happened in the last couple years in the industry. Hmm. Like we, we love giving advice. We love sharing stuff. For years, DE agency is all about, all about giving away the secret sauce. But I think the difference right now is like so many schools and so many enrollment marketing professionals need stuff yesterday all the time. I mean, that's always been true a little bit. Now it seems a lot true everywhere Mm. and everyone is so stretched. I'm really excited about this vehicle of this podcast, just being able to give real practical things that people can, can use very quickly because people don't have time to wait for the conference to go hear the presentation, Mm. to take down the slide deck, to then call the partner, to then make up a strategic plan, then work it into next year's. No, No one has time for that. Yeah. Everybody wants it yesterday. So yeah. this is one media format that actually gets you really quick stuff you can do right now. That's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, I, I love this. And I got the opportunity to kind of work with you guys a little bit in, ter- in terms of mapping out sort of the vision and, and the content strategy for for the show. And one of the things that was just super apparent to me that was that heavy on both of your all's hearts is, is this idea of how do we help people realize like, okay, the reality that you might find yourself in at this particular moment is not necessarily the reality that you wanted to be in. Maybe your class, maybe numbers aren't looking so great, right? And mm-hmm. so how how do you take sort of this present moment that you find yourself in, whether you're a marketing professional, an enrollment management professional, or somewhere in between, and how do you sort of pivot 
in light of like what data is saying in light of like what your reality is, is actually like in a way that's meaningful, right? Like how do you use the resources that you do have, however limited they might be in the best, most efficient, most productive ways possible. And both of you two, you, you both are, you really care about that. And I think that that's going to come through in this show, which I I'm pumped to listen to. Cause I think more often than not, that represents most people's realities and most people's realities, you know, most people's strategic plans don't go exactly like they plan for them to go. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think more often than not, we need, we need more content, more thoughts, more advice on, all right. I said, I said, this was going to happen. This is what actually happened here. I am. Now, now. what do I do? Where do I go? Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. so I, I think you guys are going to do a really good job of uh, unpacking all of that. I do want to give the listeners a little bit of time to get to know you both better. And so I thought it'd be fun to just hear a little bit about your, your, respective professional careers to date. Uh, talk a little bit about what led you to, to DD agency, your, your role there. Um, but also a little bit about kind of your, your greater love for, for the industry. So Jamie, let's, let's start with you. I'd love you to share a little bit about your, your past, what your resume has looked like. Uh, and then we'll, and then we'll ping Tony. Yeah, sure. Um, well, for anyone who, you know, who's done the research and is listening to this podcast, probably you have a tab of LinkedIn open. So I won't share the stuff that you see there. Um, but what you don't see there is, I think, the bigger story, right? I think everyone, if we zoom back to the person that's that's doing the role, we see this bigger story. So the bigger story with me is that I'm a first-generation college student who comes from very rural, very poor upstate New York, and higher ed made a significant difference in my life. Obviously, I wouldn't be working in higher ed in this sphere if I wasn't involved in higher ed at some point as a student. And I think that the, the part about... <laughs> Uh, the, the passion behind what I do is the ability to like help people kind of kind of sort through these waters, right? Mm. These waters of higher ed are very complicated. And, um, you know, my, my tenure in higher ed, I've been in, in, involved in higher ed for like 20 years. But I, but I think my, my role in higher ed is, that's, that's very unique is that I started in res life, which is not unlike, you know, a lot of people started in res life. I have been in the admissions office. I've been in the alumni office. So I like to tell people, like, I have seen almost all elements of the higher ed experience. My wife is a faculty member. So I, I, you know, like we just, we are constantly involved, like in all levels of this, of this process. And I think the part that's very interesting about that relative to what we do is that all of that plays into like the technology you use, the, the messaging you have. Like this, this whole idea that higher ed is kind of like this punctiliar once and done experience <laughs> is, is, is not like the way we should be thinking about this. Like, you know, I, I love, love people who love like this, this talk of like, Hey, well, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm, like we should be lifelong teachers. And yeah. the part about what we do at DD agency that makes me so excited, not only about this podcast, but also just almost like every day in the office is that what we're really bringing to bear is like this element of like teaching people something new and, mm -hmm. and, and it doesn't always have to be this like massive wholesale change. Like, you know, you said it just a moment ago, Zach is like, you know, you have to work with what you have. And, and a lot of times institutions, like they recognize that they have resources, but they don't know maybe how to switch those resources up or how to leverage certain parts of their, you know, a parts of their curriculum even to like help their, their messaging. So like yeah. all that we do, I feel like is a lot involved with like helping people to step back and gain that perspective on like, what are the available resources that you have and how can we like 
leverage those to the absolute max in order to change your enrollment trajectory, change your storytelling potential, like all of these things. And I think that's the part that you probably maybe you don't get. That's the the story between the words on my LinkedIn profile. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well said. And, um, I, one of the things I, I love about you, Jamie, and getting to know you over the past couple of years is, um, you're, you're, you're a really good storyteller. And I think that like, like what's super cool about marketing, right? Like marketing done well, uh, looks like being able to help people understand, especially in the context of higher ed, like what is your institution story and what, and how does my personal story fit into the context of yeah. the greater story that your institution is trying to, is trying to share. And I think one of the things I've always appreciated about you is you're really, really good at that. And so I, I look forward to lots of stories, lots of <laughs> anecdotes on the pivot, lots of like, oh, hey, you know, Tony, this insight that you just shared about SEO reminds me of this time, reminds me of a conversation I was having with my son, Wade, right? Like, yeah. I feel like you you do a really good job of taking sort of like the professional and marrying it to the personal in a sure. way that helps people better understand why why the professional, why the tactic or why the strategy sure. is is so important. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped about that, man. It's going to be, it's awesome. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I love telling a good story. So, <laughs> all right, Tony, what about you? Like you are the CEO of DD agency and, um, I, you've been there for, for several years. You've really sort of helped grow this agency and it's pivoted, uh, no pun intended in a number of different ways Many since, times. since you've been there. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your career trajectory and wh why you're doing what you do today? Yeah. You know, I'm going to start with a confession. Because a lot of people in the industry know me as like a marketing strategist, a marketing consultant, really big in enrollment marketing. And, you know, when I, if I'm honest, there's two confessions I would say. One, I didn't set out to like get into higher ed marketing. That's not like, it found <laughs> me. I didn't say, man, I like marketing and I like higher ed. Man, both those combined, it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> like that wasn't me. It found me accidentally. Because a client we were working with way back in the day and the early turn of the century was like, hey, we're going to this conference and you guys do this great marketing stuff and we can't explain it. Can you guys help us explain it? And I found my true love of like, I love taking complex concepts and teaching them and breaking them down and giving it away. Like, I love doing, I enjoy it. It's like, that's what I bring. So, and here's my second confession. And this is going to sound really weird. I actually don't like a lot of marketing. Mm. I don't really like most marketing. It really bothers me. Literally like <laughs> this week, you know, I've been doing since the turn of the year. I am so ticked at all the freaking emails in my inbox that are coming out of like way more sales. I'm now reporting everyone's junk. If they say, hey, you have to unsubscribe, I just reply back and write the word unsubscribe. Like it makes me mad. I, I like, I once even chased down a marketing company that was doing something so bad just to play his ploy because he texted me without my permission. I was like, you are ruining marketing agencies across the world. I don't like most marketing. I don't. And that's what I found at DD. Like when we evolved and we really birthed even DD agency out of direct development. And Zach, you're right. Like, and you've been around, you've seen a lot of them. You've seen us change and pivot many times. A, we had to, but B, we shifted big time. Hmm. And I think my career changed around... 2013, 2014, when we really left, we were, we were doing a lot of those things. We were doing a lot of outbound, a lot of direct marketing, mm -hmm. all interruption-based stuff. And honestly, like it just was getting tired and I was getting tired. And mm -hmm. 
I think what changed is watching. I love revolutionary marketing. I love different. Mm. I love the things that are going to be those. That's why we love Dave. We're, we're, we help David's beat Goliath. It's this underdog. It's not what you expected, but it works and yeah. it really works. So there's a lots of marketing out there, lots of choices. And honestly, we're pretty critical of most of them because we've had to be really critical on ourselves. And my career story is really about this evolution of learning marketing that is almost like sneaky and unexpected, <laughs> but comes in and is one plus one equals three. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it breaks through all the other stuff we're going to do because most people, it's outside in. Yeah. They have a problem. They bring something in from the outside. What we've learned and what we do, we go inside out. We want to un look under your hood and like, we don't want to just first bring things from the outside. Hey, we did this for somebody else. This will probably work for you. That's yeah. like most marketing pitches out there. Yeah. Hey, we have this really cool algorithm. We do it with this school. Let's do it with you. This is what mm -hmm. it costs, right? We're more like, let's look at the inside out. That might work. It might, it might not though. And yeah. to do that takes a lot more time, but I think the outcome you get, that's the only way you get one plus one equals three. Yeah. 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 Oh, so well said. I, I think that's a wonderful transition into just helping folks who are tuning into this conversation better understand who DD Agency is. Many folks who are listening and probably have, you know, heard you speak at a conference, Tony or Jamie, maybe they've, you know, interacted with you on LinkedIn, but they might not know kind of what, what DD Agency actually does today. So what, what's sort of like the short tank pitch if you, if you had to give it on, on where DD Agency focuses its, its time, its, its, its attention these days. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll speak as a, as a previous director of admissions, right? Like I think a lot of times when you get, you know, in, uh, sorry, vendors that come to your table, they're, they're saying, Hey, how do we help you build this, you know, direct mail piece, update your website a lot, of, like build some digital ads and things like that. All of this, like, like what Tony was saying, it's a lot of outbound. It's a lot of yeah. spray. It's like just a lot of, it's actually just a lot of market noise. Hmm. Um, totally. Think, uh, what we really like, the thing that makes you know, sets us apart in my mind is the fact that we are focused on we're really focused on like what's the user looking for from you like mm. how do you answer their questions how do you meet their needs how do you provide for them an authentic service even if they don't come you know become an enrolled student it's like how do you answer this question that helps them along the path and that's like that's the, I mean, that, that's not really a shark tanky pitch. I'm not sure anyone would say, yeah, I'm in for that. But, but I think that <laughs> the relative truth is we live in an era of people who have been marketed to so much that yeah. they're callous to like to the noise. We have to figure out a way to help them through the process. And sometimes that means um, it, it means we, we make different sorts of noise. Like, you know, Tony's, Tony's coined term here, sneaky marketing. It's more like, what we're really trying to do is um, we're trying to provide that service. And yeah. ultimately, that's that's going to move them along the path. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so well said. What, what would you add to that, Tony? I, I think that's great. I, I'd say, you know, in short, a couple simple words like, you know, DD Agency and a lot of folks know us as being very inbound. Like we really kind of crafted and built inbound enrollment marketing as a thing. Um, but we love inbound because of the principles behind it. Um, which are really about being way more conversion centric, using a lot more data to inform the decision making. I know everyone says they use data and, and I get it, but like very, very few agencies and schools are really using data that goes all the way down and yeah. is accountable to the bottom line. 
And I, I've seen so many reports and been in so many meetings and it's just, it's just not there. Yeah. And I really think that is changing, but that's who we are. We're, we're very inbound S because it's more permission based. It's more organic. Frankly, I would say the other word that comes to mind to describe us is sustainable. Yeah. And this is, this is maybe getting into a bigger can of worms. I don't know if, if today we want to get into it, but like, I would say we are really all about a more sustainable marketing um, strategy. Um, and we're big on strategy before just jumping into the tactics. That's kind of who we are and what our clients would all, they, they kind of know us for uh, in okay. bringing to the table in our partnerships. Which I feel like is is somewhat unique, actually, in, in like the higher ed specific agency space. Uh, not that other people don't care about sustainability or not that other people don't care about great marketing and, and consulting the data. But uh, DD agency is very, very content marketing focused, very inbound focused. And you all are also a, a HubSpot partner agency, which I think is a, is a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. And more, more people in, in this space are learning about HubSpot are, are actually on HubSpot, but HubSpot's still sort of like relative, it's not like new, new, but it's it's not like mainstream, I would say, in, in higher ed yet, but it's becoming more more of that. And HubSpot sort of like wrote the book on inbound marketing. So yeah, I know that yeah. you all have also had years and years of experience helping schools of like all shapes and sizes get on board with HubSpot and mm-hmm. help help figure out, okay, what what kind of campaigns in the context of your strategic enrollment plan might make sense to to be a little bit more inbound focused, right? Yeah. Inbound inbound is hard, right? Because it takes it takes time. <laughs> and it's often it's often like slow at first, yeah. right? But then you're it's like you're investing, right? And it compounds greatly over time. And I think you all probably more than anyone else in, in this particular uh, niche uh, space of agency, right, in, in higher ed, understand inbound, understand things like SEO uh, on, a, on a really, really, really granular level. So I, I'm just hoping some of that also comes through on the podcast, because I think, I think quite frankly, not enough people in higher ed know enough about things oh, like 100%. SEO. And I think that that's, yeah. that, that is a solution for, for many institutions when it comes to limited budget, limited time, limited staff. It's yep. all right. How do you think in a very strategic, organic fashion if you can't just spend fifty thousand dollars a month on on paid search, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to hear you know more more thoughts on that. Um, I, I do want to give you guys an opportunity to just share any any like hot higher ed marketing takes that you that you might have, and if hot take is is too <laughs> like triggering, it can be a, it can be like a warm take. We'll settle for warm takes. Um, but yeah, Jamie, Jamie, let's start with you and yeah. then and and Tony, um, you can you can pop in after that. Hot takes. Okay, so what I feel like I'm watching a lot right now, um, and I'm super interested into how like over the next 18 months, how this is gonna pan out. Okay. I feel like I've been saying for about four years that credentialing, you know, accreditation and things like that, those things are on the the downward side. So recently, mm-hmm. I live in Pennsylvania. Uh, recently we got a new governor as of like, actually last Monday, we got a new governor or Tuesday, sorry, Monday was a holiday. Um, we got a new governor. First thing he did, he got rid of the degree requirement for all government employees in Pennsylvania. Okay. Wow. So interestingly enough, and, and his whole goal in doing this was how do we basically as a, as a kind of a state employer, how do we kind of a show as a role model, what we want to happen in the whole workspace with with no uncertain terms. We want other industries to follow suit, take away the degree requirements for me, automatic red flag trigger. What's (laughs) this do for higher ed? Because obviously we're in the, we're in the business of providing these degrees. Yeah. Yeah. So so for me right now, what I'm watching, what I'm super curious on is like, what is the, what is the role, like the, the fallback or the fallout? Yeah. For accreditation and that process 
nationwide as this yeah, starts to happen how do people how do higher ed institutions uh pivot toward that new paradigm and basically retrofit their degree programs to become more focused on the learning the knowing the experience and less on their credential yeah Ooh, that's a that is a good one, and that's we'll controversial there because yeah. we don't. Yeah, I know a lot of people uh, have have hot takes on on what you just said, Jamie. I'm sure. So, um, yeah, your LinkedIn DMs yeah, record, might, might yeah, blow up. I mean, after yeah, this. I would say this: if you have a hot take on that, record a voice memo and send it to the Enroll Our Podcast. We'd love Beautiful. to hear it. Love it, love it. What about what about you, Tony? Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna piggyback off what I just dropped earlier about sustainable. I actually think sustainable marketing will become the norm. And that's just my term for it there. I think the other phrases of that looks like what I see schools doing right now and is this big reckoning. And I actually think the pandemic accelerated this very fast, but it was already starting before that. It's just Mm. got quickly accelerated. Schools are having a huge reckoning with the money they're spending, the strategies and tactics they're employing, and what is really working, not just from an ROI, but from an ROE, like the energy and people and staff and time put into the things. Mm. Um, And I'm seeing a huge like, whoa, it's not okay anymore. Whereas before that, I would say a lot of things were were just left okay because there was a fear of the unknown or there just was a lack of data. And so it was like, well, we can't get the data. We're not sure, but we're not going to stop this either because it's overall, we think it's working and everyone was afraid. Now I'm seeing less fear as new leadership comes in and new directors and managers come in of saying, yeah, just because we did that before isn't a reason anymore. Let's, yeah. and, and they're getting more savvy at looking at the data and the numbers. I think it leads to two things. Schools are either going down the path of mo- building more in-house teams like we're seeing a huge amount of schools right now, particularly in Marcom, marketing yeah. communications teams. This isn't always necessarily happening in enrollment management, but it is definitely more in Marcom. We're seeing schools investing and in bringing in-house talent into Marcom teams now. I think about five or 10 years ago, there was a, like a, a decompression of that. Now there's like a blow up of that and there's more and they're bringing in talent. Um, that's great. It's not, not great for agencies like us who, need, who, who provide a lot of those services, but what I think their need is when they're building in-house teams is they need a lot more consulting and strategic advice. The yeah. other path is what I call not outsourcing, but smart sourcing. And it's where I see a lot of schools getting a lot smarter about mm-hmm. what they are outsourcing. So they're actually outsourcing less, but outsourcing um, to less different partners or yeah. software or solutions. So instead of having 18, they have eight. Instead of having yeah. 10, they've got four. So there's less vendors, essentially, that schools are partnering with to do their outsourcing because they're getting smarter about it and they're putting the money together to have a a larger impact rather than spreading lots of that money out across a lot of solutions. I think all that, though, is the result of what I would call sustainable marketing revolution, which I think is absolutely here and starting to really blow up in higher ed. Yeah, just a just to add a couple things to that, I think you're, you're spot on. And I mean, we're seeing this happen across the world right now with, with, with you know, organ- uh, industries uh, like, like I think about tech, right, which has yeah. been in the news this week, just like the in- incredible number of layoffs, people getting lean, regardless of what you think of what Elon's doing at, at Twitter, like he's, he's showing a model in which a massive tech company can run with, you know, a fraction of the staff sure. that 
was previously thought uh, that was needed to, to run something like a Twitter, right? And so I, I do think that there's this there's this moment, right, that we're that we're heading into uh, where folks are, are looking at every dollar and they're looking at every hour and they're thinking, hmm, like, do I want to spend this time the same way this next, you know, academic year? Or, hey, do I do I actually need my team members to be spending all of this time looking through data and reports? And, and they, quite frankly, just like, don't have the training and I don't have the time to, to train them on how to do this is, is, is having a vendor, you know, partner join us and helping us with sort of a, the analysis of our data and then a, a, the formation of a strategic, a strategic plan. Maybe that is actually important this year. Yep. Whereas, you know, Hey, maybe, you know what, maybe we can train our people to write really good event marketing emails and maybe we can stop spending, you know, money on hiring somebody else to, to do that for us. Right. So I do think Tony, you're, you're spot on. There's this, there's this reckoning happening. I was actually just talking to a, a higher ed CMO who's well known in the industry, and she was telling me that she is hiring for twenty roles in her Marcom yeah. department right now. Yeah. Twenty wow. roles, right? Yeah. And and she's like, yeah. And what's really hard is that like, I I need each of these people, each of these roles. I still need them to wear like three hats, yeah. right? And yeah. I still can't exactly. pay them that much, right? And so right. she's saying, she's like, okay, I need them to wear three hats. I need them to be great people, but I also know that like. I have caps on salary. And so she was, yeah. she was literally saying what you're saying of, I have to get really critical and think really deeply about who do I, you know, what can I bring in partners to do for me? Yep. And then what can I not afford partners to do for me? Because I need my people to do those things. And it's just, it's a very hard time. Right. It's a very, well, she's double spending, right? Exactly. And then add exactly. this and then add this, that here's, here's the truth of what's going to happen in 2023. I know there'll be some exceptions, but my prediction it's going to take two to three times longer to hire those people than most schools think. Oh yeah. And so yeah. it's a great idea, but mm -hmm. where we're already seeing schools, I mean, Jamie, how many, how many conversations that we have with schools are they're like two, three months out still trying to hire for these yep. roles and Many's, they're going to yep. be out another two, three months. So you're out yep. six months. You made the decision you're going to do it, but it's six months to realize Yeah, that is a, that is really difficult. What do you yeah. do in the meantime? Like, so again, I hope that doesn't stay true for a lot of folks, but the, what I'm seeing is yeah. it is hard to hire for those yeah, positions. Yeah. So hopefully they can get all those tech people who just got laid off, um, <laughs> but they got to try and attract them with non-Silicon Valley salaries. It's going to be a little tough. But if they yeah, can't, they yeah. can always head to directdevelopment.com and look up the agency. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Good, yeah, Jamie. Yeah. That was great. Hiring that was plug. Great. Shameless hiring plug, Jamie. I love it. Um, all right, guys. Well, I, I want to close out our, our conversation today by just talking a little bit more about the pivot, right? And like what, what we can expect from, yeah. from the podcast. So I know that you guys have thought long and hard about how to structure the show, uh, gone back and forth about like formats that might make the most sense. So uh, I just would love for you to both share a little bit about, again, uh, what we can expect from the show and any other sort of like plugs as to why why folks who are listening to our conversation today should head on over and and subscribe to the show. So Tony, why don't we start with you now and then we'll, we'll close. Oh, thanks Jamie. for starting with me. You started Jamie like five times. We're waiting my <laughs> I like turn. to keep you on your toes. I like I've to keep so you on your toes. No, no I'm <laughs> kidding. I, no, I actually do have a quick one on this. Um, I would like the pivot, this show, we have, we have like a several core values, six core values in our company. My favorite one is adapt and improve. And we talk a lot about that DD agency, adapt and improve. What is adapt and improve though, really? It's really a bunch of pivoting. That's really what it is. It's about being nimble enough <laughs> mm -hmm. to change direction in the middle of a plan for the betterment of the results at the end yeah. of the day. Pivoting is about making a change to deal with you know, no, no plan survives contact with the enemy, no marketing plan survives contact with the, with the actual real world. 
right? You got to make changes. If you wait too long to make those changes, you're going to fail. Pivoting is this essence of like quick turn, quick adjustment of trajectory. You change your aim just a little bit that can make or break whether you hit your goals or not. And I would say that's what this podcast is about. It comes out of the ethos of our company of which adapt and improve is like, that's a sandwich we eat every morning for like for breakfast. And that's what this podcast I think is all about is sharing. And really we're going to be coming into challenges. Like we want to live fire this whole idea of like, okay, what's the challenge this week? As as like, we walked in, what are we facing this week? Mm -hmm. A lot of this is going to be off the cuff, like impromptu, not so much like prepared something off the shelf that we're presenting. Uh, And we hope that that is more real and relevant to what people in the higher ed space are kind of dealing with right now. Yeah. Yeah. I would say to, to, to follow up on that, I think, um, you know, what I expect out of this show one, I want to laugh. I want to be able to take things (laughs) that like that are in in some ways, you know, it's very interesting because higher ed has a drastic need to pivot. Higher ed has, has historically been very slow to make that change. So what we yeah. want to do is like, you know, we, we get the pleasure and, and the ability every week of, of interacting with literally dozens of partners that we work with. And we have a plethora of situations that come to basically come to our doorstep. We want to under, be able to understand those process through them and then offer the advice that we give to our clients. Like basically like, how did we arrive at that? What are the potential fallouts? Like, how do we fail fast and cheap? What's the A-B test look like? So, so for me, like as a, as a, a person who's a pragmatist, like I want to have our listeners be able to come, um, hear things that really apply to where they are in their institution and be able to walk away with like, okay, like that was a good thought. That's a, yeah. like, I got two different like potential answers or two pathways that I could follow. I'm going to maybe try one out this week or try one out, uh, you know, in my strategic plan and go from there. So I want yeah. it to be practical. I want it to be fun. I want it to be like, um, in a lot of ways, uh, it has to fit the, it has to fit where higher ed is. So in some t- cases too, I want it to be like um, seasonal. I want yeah. people to like yeah. be able to say, hey, oh, this is what's ha-. like the thing that I mentioned in Pennsylvania. It's like, I think that has an impact on how schools, you know, in the next year, think about how they're going to market to that. Like, so, yeah. so what's that mean? How do we pivot out of that? So hope that helps. Yes. Those those were both fantastic answers, and and what I do love about what you guys are doing with your show, which is which is unique, we're gonna have like from from day one, there'll be in the show notes below, there'll be a link to a, a form where people can submit yes. their current yes. challenges, their their current right, like literally like a situation, like you can describe literally. This is what I, I am a you know VP of enrollment management. Here's like the three things I'm struggling with right now. Yeah. It's you know I'm making this date up. It's April fifteenth, right? And um, I I need I need some help, right? Like you know uh. Headlines are just around the corner. Like, like, what would you guys do if you were in my sure. shoes, right? So, from the beginning, uh, folks are going to be able to go in and, and submit, uh, uh, essentially, like you know, their own case study yeah. of like, hey, like, talk to me. This is this is what you know what I'm what I'm dealing with, and um, you guys will be able to live react to that on the show. Uh, maybe you'll get a little bit of prep ahead of time. We'll see, but uh, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be uh, moderated, which I think is is gonna be great from from another colleague. Shout out to Shane Keel, who will be the the moderator for this uh, dynamic discussion. Shane's job is basically to make sure Jamie doesn't go too crazy and act out. <laughs> Let's just call <laughs> exactly. it what it is. Come on, he's gonna be he's the babysitter. He's the babysitter <laughs> yeah. in chief. Yeah. But 
Uh, you guys are also trying to kind of keep this show around kind of that 30 to 35 minute mark, which again is, is going to, it's going to be short. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be impactful. Um, we'll see if digestible. you're able to do it. Digestible. It's hard. It's digestible. It's hard. It's hard to do like a podcast. I keep telling everyone it's hard to do it in the less than 35 minutes, but Hey, if you guys can do it, uh, if there's anyone that can do it, you guys can do it. So I, I'm pumped for, uh, for this show, for our listeners. If you want to, uh, scroll down to the show notes, you can find links to the pivot where you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. We'll also have Jamie and Tony's LinkedIn um, profiles linked below. So if you're not already connected with them, I highly encourage you to do so. And then of course, if you want to learn more about DD Agency and all the great work that the team is doing there, you'll have, we'll have links to DD Agency's website below as well. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time and I'm excited to tune into The Pivot. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Always a pleasure. Hey all Zach here from Enrollify. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Enrollify podcast. If you like this episode, do us a huge favor and hit that follow and subscribe button below. Furthermore, if you've got just two minutes to spare, we would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review of this show on Apple Podcasts. Our podcast network is growing by the month and we've got a plethora of marketing, admissions, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks that are all designed to empower you to become a better higher ed professional. But Enrollify is far more than just a podcast network. Enrollify is where higher ed comes to learn new marketing skills, discover new products and services, and find their next job. We're a growing learning community of 4,000 members and we'd love to welcome you into the fold. You can access our free blog articles, newsletters, e-courses, and more, or purchase our master course on how to market a university with Terry Flannery at enrollify.org. We look forward to meeting you soon and welcoming you into the community. Again, you can subscribe for free at enrollify.org.